Hi there. Hello again, friends. We're on the back straight now in our series I've entitled 66 Books, 66 Short Podcasts that give a brief overview of the 66 books of our Bible. Today we've reached the book of James, the book of handling the trials of life. The book of James is probably the only book of the New Testament to be written as an intensely practical handbook. It seems to me to be almost a manual for living the Christian life. The author of this epistle identifies himself as James and calls himself a servant in chapter 1 verse 1 and a teacher in chapter 3 verse 1. From the text we know that he was apparently well known to whoever the people were he was writing to. There are three prominent men named in the New Testament. First is James the son of Zebedee, who is the older brother of the Apostle John. He was not only an apostle, but he was in the inner circle of Jesus' followers. Matthew 17 tells us this. His martyrdom is recorded in Acts 12.2, which would have been in A.D. 44, so that makes it very unlikely that he wrote this letter. Secondly, there is James the son of Alphaeus, who was the brother of Matthew. This James is comparatively obscure, and there is little information about him, therefore it seems doubtful that he is the authoritative figure who lies behind this letter. Then there is James the son of Joseph, who is the half-brother of Jesus Christ, Matthew 13.55 identifies that as such. At first we know from John 7 that he didn't believe, but then later we find out in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 7 that the Lord appeared to him and he became a believer. That is also documented in Acts 1.14. And he would go on to become one of the main leaders of the church at Jerusalem. That's testified for us in Acts and Galatians. Many believe that James, the half-brother of Jesus Christ, best fits the evidence as the author of the epistle of James. And the reasons given for that are fourfold. Firstly, there was no title given to him, indicating that he held a situation that would have been well known to his readers. It was written to scattered Jewish Christians. Now James, the half-brother of Jesus, as I said, was leader of the Jerusalem church, and when those believers became scattered, it seems most likely that he would be the one to write to any dispersed ex-members. Thirdly, Bible experts will tell you that the vocabulary of this book resembles closely the vocabulary of James's speech in Acts 15.14. And finally, historians and church tradition frequently say that James, the half-brother of Jesus, was the author of this book. The book of James was possibly the first New Testament letter to be written. As I said earlier, James was the most prominent leader in the Jerusalem church. We know that from Acts and Galatians. Although most of the Jews in the Jerusalem church still held to their former belief and customs to some extent, James was not in bondage to the law. He constantly encouraged his fellow Jews to be more tolerant of others. 
the common people respected him for his sincere faith and called him James the Just, and he also had the nickname of Camel Knees, referring to how much time he spent on his knees in prayer. So the recipients were the Jewish Christians, but James knew the letter was intended to be widely circulated, not just sent to one specific local church, but to Jewish Christians in general. That's why the book is addressed in its opening to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad. This is most likely a reference to the Jewish Christians who were scattered far and wide because of the persecution in Acts 14. From the book itself it's obvious that those Jewish Christians were still meeting in synagogues because the word used in James chapter 2 verse 2 is the Greek word synagogi and we also know from later in the book that those communities had elders. So the message. Well the message of the book is how to deal with the trials of life. James begins with that subject at the very beginning of the book in chapter 1 verse 2 and ends with it near the close in chapter 5 verse 13. The message is the proper way to respond to the trials of life is to trust God and learn from them by being swift to hear, that is to be quickly heed the word of God, but be slow to speak and slow to anger. And that's James chapter 1 19. Many have suggested that the literary structure of this book follow a series of sermons and in a sense can be summarised in that verse I've just read for you. Many divide the book into four main sections. Chapter 1 verses 1 to 18 is the introduction which puts life's trials and difficulties into context. Section 2 runs from chapter 119 to 226 which helps us put our belief into practice. Then chapters 3 verse 1 to 5 verse 6 examines worldly ambition alongside the Christian faith. And in the closing section in chapter 5 verse 7 to the end of that chapter it talks about the need for unity and for patience and for prayer. So what is the purpose of this book? Well, you see, Jews who had become Christians had the advantage of a long-established belief in God and a moral outlook moulded by the law of Moses. But these advantages had also become a hindrance to some. Some Christians in the new churches were so devoted to the Mosaic law that they had become coldly legalistic and their Christianity lacked warmth and vitality. Others went in the opposite direction because of a lax attitude towards moral sin. Some thought that because they had been released from the law's restrictions, they were free to do whatever they wanted. As a result, their behaviour became immoral, and James deals with these problems by giving clear teachings in this book on the nature of the Christian faith. Faith, he says, is not obedience to a set of rules, nor is it just an intellectual belief. It is something that is living and it expresses itself in right behaviour and right actions. It does not give people the right to do as they like, but directs them towards a greater love for God and for others. It enables Christians to live positively for God in an ungodly society, whilst at the same time not accepting the standards of that society. This applies, of course, not only to Jewish Christians then, but to all God's people always. 
So to summarize this book, James, the half-brother of Jesus Christ, wrote to Jewish Christians outside Palestine who were going through various trials in order to encourage them to respond properly. In the midst of a trial, we are taught you have to trust in God and be swift to obey his word and to be slow to speak and slow to get angry if you wish to obtain the maximum spiritual maturity that God desires to give you. Thank you.